Hello and welcome. Thank you for downloading and finding our podcast. We are two friends who met in the desert in Afghanistan back in 2007 or 2008. We can't remember just right. I was a civilian contractor. He was in the military. We became friends and have remained friends throughout the years. We've bonded over being fathers, brothers, and sons with similar life experiences. Each week, we will discuss situations going on in one another's lives and provide our advice and input. Feel free to email or leave a voice message to contribute to the conversation each week. I'm Jafet. I'm Reese. And you're listening to My Life is a Roller Coaster. How is yours? Hello, y'all there? Hey, what's up? Yes, sir. How you doing? We're good. All How's right, everybody's so week been week. so far? Oh, it's been a busy week on my end. Excellent, excellent, excellent. A lot of running. A lot of running. That's good. A lot of running. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right, so we just got finished with another month, the month of July, which is the best month of every year. Because I was born in that no, month. No, no, it's know. August. Don't, <laughs> don't fool. Wonderful. This is the most <laughs> wonderful time <laughs> of the year. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's Leo That's season. That's right, Man. Leo season. What comes before the Leo? Leo. Um, the, the king. Um, no, Virgo is after. I don't know what's before Leo. I can't remember. I have to look it up. I'm telling you, cancer. Oh, is it? Oh, that's what I'm oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, I seen a post today. I seen a post today for Leo season, and it says there's a reason. There's a reason they gave the crown to the Leos. That's all, that's all I got to say. <laughs> wow. <laughs> The crap. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Whatever you do. Oh, wow. That's terrible. It's all good. So today is uh, August 1st, Thursday. We're recording on a Thursday this week. So um, let's go on around the horn and get everybody's top five. All right. Go ahead, Reese. All right. So top five. Uh, this week's my, my book of the, uh, the week is the Bible. <laughs> Why was that so funny? Oh man, it's funny, man. It's so funny, man, because because last week so, he was reading four books at the same time, and he don't have a new book, so he just pulled the Bible out of his pocket. Oh, oh, I see what we did there. Nah, 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 nah. That's not the case. That's not the case. <laughs> actually, actually, I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. I, so I have to speak. At um at this thing, and so but that's not it's fair. supposed to be like a degree. That's not fair, huh? That's not fair though. That's part of your that's part of your that's part of your everyday. I mean, first of all, everybody should be reading their scriptures every day, which I, I do. Um, but that's part of, <laughs> that's part of your that's part of your that's part of your that's part of my functioning as a person, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, that's what you do for a living. So you can't pull out the Bible, man. That's what you supposed to be reading. I mean, you, y'all ask. Y'all can't, you can't ask a question and then I pull out the Bible in here. You can't do that. You can't do that. Go you ahead. can't do that. Go ahead. All right. All right. Go ahead. All right. So, you know, since, 
since we are talking about books, the book that I'm reading this week is uh, Second Kings, uh, and uh, which Second Kings and First Kings were one book at one time, but somebody got tired of reading all of that stuff all together, and they figured that let's break it down and make it two different parts. Anyway, uh, that's been a joy of my week. Uh, Sports-wise, I have been watching. Yeah, anybody seen tank that tank fight? Mm-hmm. The who fight? The guy, he's from Baltimore. The light-skinned dude. They call him the Tank. The light-skinned guy, right? Uh, light-skinned dude. You know, all the tattoos. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I haven't seen Oh, him. my God. He's, he's ridiculous. You hear what mm, I said? That's what I heard. He's ridiculous. He's on a whole other page. He's like a he's like a lightweight Mike Tyson, for real. Mm. For real. Mm. So that's my sports for this week. Music for the week is um, Tasha Cobbs. I've been real churchy this, this week. Um, I've been fighting in churchy all, all week. Um, <laughs> 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 so Tasha Cobbs, she, um, she been, I've been blazing Tasha Cobbs all week. And um, man, they just won't let my president be great this week. So uh, <laughs> he out here in himself. I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they won't let my boy be great this week. Uh, so he he's finding himself doing more things. But we mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll talk about that at some other point. <laughs> <laughs> this is a truthful statement. Well, it's not the topic today. So uh, last last thing. Uh, what, what what's my last statement? I'm supposed to um movie yeah movie. I watched this thing called Ale on Netflix. Yeah. Oh. oh my God! That, that, I I generally don't like those uh, next level films where you kind of they kind of like predicting the future and all that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. it just kind of seems too real. Because you know mm-hmm. you you looked at Star Trek and and the doggone doors never opened up like that into Star Trek game. Right. So uh, you know, I'm I'm looking at this stuff thinking like okay, there's an alternative universe that they're trying to create. Mm-hmm. They're trying to kill off a group of people. So I'm just like, ah, this is scary. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had like a dance move. That was the crazy part. They had like a dance move that went along with the with the people transitioning. So it was just kind of interesting. Hmm. So and it's called anyway, L. Y'all check that out. A O. Spell it. A O. Oh. The letter A and the letter O. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. okay. Netflix, you did it again. Right, I'm telling you. <laughs> Maybe dropping some some gems out here. We know how to get that guy. Um, you know, so matter of fact, so let me go into mine and let me get it off my brain mm-hmm. while I'm thinking about it. So uh, I was telling y'all yesterday about Family Reunion. Mm-hmm. Go on Netflix, mm-hmm. pretty good, pretty good show. Okay. Oh yeah, no, nah, that's a dope show. That's a real dope show. The, the guy's a football player. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's got one of the Maori sisters, is it Tia or Tamara? One of them two mm-hmm. was on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good show, actually. And uh, and, and then the other day I watched, uh, I got the hookup, too. Mm. <laughs> oh, that was, a, that was a good movie, man. I saw that. Man, that was a real good movie. It wasn't good. What are you talking about? <laughs> first of all, first of all, let me, let me say this. Let me say this. First of all, I was so impressed by the movie. I bought two tickets. 
Um, wow. But I'm going to tell you the reason why I did it. I did it to support the brother. I did it to support the brother. His opening weekend was bigger than Toy wow. Story. Yes, yes, exactly. I agree with that 100%. So I love Master P. I met him in person a uh, long time ago. I used to work at, the, at, a, at a mall in Houston. All the black celebrities used to come through, and I met him a couple times. But anyway, uh, I got to hook up. The, the first one was the shit. I love that movie. But the second one, the editing is bad. And, and Jocelyn, I know you love overacting. Oh, so they, God. They, do a lot of over- uh, they got all the main characters from the last one, but you know, even Cheryl Underwood is, is back in this one. But I don't know, man. Yeah. The storyline was just kind of kooky and crazy, and it was just a lot of overacting, and the editing was bad. So, and I don't know, I mean, I don't know how you go, you know, from one hood movie that was, that turned out to be good to another so-called hood movie that wasn't, you know, so great, but I do, I did pay for it. So I, I definitely support my black businesses out there, but it was, it, it was, it's, it's a good story. I just, I just don't think they put it together the right way. That happens a lot with the sequels. I'm going to say this. I'm going I'm to say this. I, then that's exactly what I was going to say. The sequels are never that yeah. great. It's anyway. very difficult to get a sequel that's just as good as the first one. Like, yeah. Mm. All right. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. all good. It's all good. Well, so, so, yeah, let me see. I, I ran into, who was it? Double XL Cypher with um, Meg Thee Stallion and the Baby and two other cats that I don't really listen mm. to. <laughs> <laughs> but then, so, so one of the dudes in the cycle was like, oh, this beat, so what, in his rap, he's saying, oh, this beat is trash, and he's rapping on it, and then Megan and the baby get on there, and they kill mm-hmm. it. Straight up kill it. Who was the other guy? And, and I have to, uh, I don't remember. There's two other dudes, two young cats. Yeah. You know, Y, D, Cordell. Oh, Y, D, N, Y, D, N, Cordell. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. You know, I mean, they're not they're not bad. They're just not in the same league as those right. two Meg did. And the Usually happens like that. But I, the baby, the baby, I really like, but I really like the baby. The baby's actually I like his music. Yeah, the baby he tough man. I um I rock with him. Yeah, yeah, he cool. He cool. And uh, sports, you know, ain't really nothing popping right now. But I do like listening to Stephen A. Smith. He's a, that dude is that dude is a beast, man. Stephen A. Smith is a trip. So, so he's. What he say? What he say? Go ahead. What you say? I said, what did he say? Oh, you know, I mean, if you know Stephen A. Smith, he's just a sports commentator, and he's always outrageous. I mean, every every show, he's just crazy. So I guess he broke his arm or hurt his arm or something. So he didn't have a suit on. He had a collared shirt on, and he had the nerve to chastise a guy for for being on his show without a without a tie on. I'm just like, <laughs> you sitting there with no... And he says it, though. He's like, hey, it's my show. <laughs> it's my show. Don't worry about what I got on. But don't you... Br- Didn't I tell you, don't come on my show without no tie <laughs> on, bro. You know, just, just that type of crap, you know. But I love Steve Day Smith, man. The dude's commentary is, uh, is 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 phenomenal. I love him. Him and, him and Max, I love to see them two together. They're, they're hilarious. So... Anyway, I'm waiting on football season, man. I'm a Steelers fan, waiting on them to jump off to see what they're going to do. Interesting. Uh, well, what's the other one? So social media. So what everybody doesn't know is, you know, we have a group text between the three of us, and we shoot each other stuff all the time. 
And um, <laughs> I, <laughs> and I was really moved by that one you sent the other day, uh, Jocelyn, about the, the the guy that was being choked. Oh, I can't. Yeah, that's re- Yeah, that's ridiculous, yeah. man. I mean, what 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 you know? I could care less. Don't get, let me back. Let me let me let me restate that. So cops need to be retrained. Okay, absolutely, positively, without a doubt, they need to be retrained. But at the same time, it's not the training. It has to be a personal decision for you to listen to a guy who's telling you, I can't breathe. You know, I mean, and and I get it from a cop's perspective that, you know, a lot of suspects, people that they try to apprehend are pretending or playing a game just so they can, you know, get out, get away or or harm the officers. So I understand. But at what point do you, you know, this is like everything else that we talk about. At what point do you become a person and not a trained uh, police officer and make a personal choice that, okay, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm not going to choke this guy out. I'm not going to, you know, put my knee on his face on the ground. You right. know, I mean, whatever. It's like, it's just, you know, where's the, where's the, where's the accountability? Like that's, that's my thing is why I feel like these cops just keep doing this stuff over and over and over again is because no one is held, is holding any of them accountable. And I mean, I, I agree, like you said, you know, there has to be a personal choice where you decide to be a human being and see that this is another human being. Let me treat this individual with respect, especially if the situation is not, you know, it's not an escalated situation. He's not harming anyone. He's not harming himself. He's not acting violently. He doesn't have a weapon. You know what I mean? Different things like that. I just, out of that, that particular video, I mean, that really set me over the edge. Like, I just was in disbelief. I, I'll, I'll say this, though. Um, the, the, the deal at the end of the day, is something so sinister that's going to probably make y'all be even tight with me. The truth of the matter is that these guys don't see mm-hmm. these individuals mm-hmm. as human. So this is really more of a human rights issue more than anything because if you saw this person as your brother, as your sister, as somebody that was in your family, um, then you handle them in a different mm-hmm. kind of way. Um, even down, we, we we talk about the grandmother. I don't know if y'all saw that one where the grandmother was pulled out of the car. She she refused to sign the summons, so he said he was gonna lock her no, up. I didn't see that one. Y'all, did no, y'all I see didn't that? see that one. Oh my goodness! I was trying I was trying to figure a way to send it to y'all, but um, and then I I was I was working on something else. So anyway, and there was a um a video with the young lady that's uh well older lady. She's sixty eight years old, and uh, she had a broken tail light on the car that she was in uh, on the truck that she was driving and what what ended up happening was uh, the officer comes there gives her a violation of eighty dollars and for a broken tail light she said I'm not signing that well you know when you don't sign the summons um you automatically get <laughs> locked okay. up wow <laughs> yes so sign the summons uh uh so um, what ended up happening, the, the officer, uh, I mean, he attempts to, you know, lock her up. And what what, what happens is she's, she's really afraid. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she was. Um, 
and she was frustrated at the same time. So instead of de-escalating the situation, he continues to engage her. And I think in, in some regards, it has to be some training on their side, but it also needs to be training on the on the, on the people's side where we also understand both sides of it. Right. Um, so really, it's like, like this. You know, it's like this. If they decide they're going to lock you up, so what you're supposed to do is just go with it. Okay. Okay, sir, ma'am, whatever. You know, let them lock you up, take you down to the station, and you call your lawyer. You can't resist in the street. That's not, you know, that's not the that's not the way. Because they, they, they're going to take you. I mean, there's no situation where they go out there and they try to arrest somebody and they call back their superior like, uh, he don't want to go. Right, and I mean, this is <laughs> true. Gonna, but I mean... They're not going to say, you know, they're not going to say, okay, well, leave them. We'll, okay, we'll try we'll again tomorrow. Type of thing. I get that. Right. They're not, they're not going to do that. So you have to... So they're, they're overly aggressive, mm-hmm. ridiculously aggressive, and they should not be. But I think that's that's the problem with why people are with why people resist because they're overly aggressive they've had how an untold amount of people die in jail when they just got arrested they're just in a holding cell and they're dying like okay so so, so let me ask you this question and and, and and pose this question to yourself and let's be real let's be honest okay if if, if you were the cop okay if you were the cop 10 times out of 12 times the person is lying, they're bullshitting, they got something in their pocket, or they're going to try to get away, they're going to try to hurt you. How do you approach those situations where you need to go out there and arrest somebody and they're they're resisting? I mean, be honest with yourself. No, I... So... Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Finish your thought. You know, so I'm just like, you know, I mean, I'm the people, I'm not a cop, so of course I don't want to get arrested. But if, if I were a cop, I think I want to be able to defend and protect myself as well. So you you kind of have to be aggressive. You kind of have to be forceful just so this person doesn't get away and and injure you, you know, hurt you. Yes, so, it's a definitely you know, a very I fine mean, line. I, I agree with that. It is definitely a fine line between being able to defend yourself and knowing, you know, when, you know, the situation doesn't call for you to be overly aggressive. I think that's where, you know, their training whatever they're taught in school needs to change there needs to be you know some type of different training because I think a lot of the times in their training they're already taught that everyone is suspicious they're already taught that Mm -hmm. and we could be doing nothing like the video I sent you the kid is standing on the side of the road selling water out of a water cooler He's not, he has no weapon. He's not selling drugs. He's not selling no, you know, alcoholic beverages or nothing. It's bottled water. That's it. That's all he's doing. I mean, we've seen that. How how many times have you seen that all over the place? They sell water on the street all the time. And so you're going to approach this guy like he's a criminal. I mean, like he's like a mass murderer out here. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. Right, so that's where the individual humanistic part should put, supposed to come out and be like, yo, cop, hey, you're responding to this situation and you get there and it's a, you know, it's a young person doing, so, you know, you could be, you could pull that guy aside and say, look, man, you ain't got no permit. You're not supposed to be down here. Get out Right, of here, that's you know? it, so, right. So that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a individual cop thing. Matter of fact, I was having cigars with a cop, yes, a retired cop yesterday, 35 years HPD, Houston, Texas. I mean, 
And, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, I didn't see this guy in action. However, I could tell from his demeanor and then this conversation where he's like, look, I grew up in the area that I patrolled in and I knew most of these guys, you know, and I tried to give them chances when I could and, you know, whatever. So it was a personal thing for him. And I think they're doing that now. They're, try they're starting to try to uh, 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 reassign cops to areas that, that they're familiar with um, or assign them to a community that they can grow with, whatever. I mean, even in my neighborhood, I know most of the cops in my area because I've got kids. Um, you know, they've interacted with them at the schools and, you know, things that have happened throughout the years. So most of the cops in my area, I know. Yeah. And I've never, I've never had a situation where, you know, the cops have had me, you know, in handcuffs and uh, weapons drawn, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm on, you know, they see me, they wave and speak. I see them, I wave and speak. I see them at the grocery store. So I don't know. I don't know where these, where these cops come from that, that react the way that they react when we see the videos right. that we see. I don't know. I don't know. And this, I don't know where this kid is like distraught oh, in the video. Like he's distraught and he's like crying and like reaching his arms out for somebody to help him. And they are just like, got him in a chokehold. And I mean, like choking him, like, and this is okay. Like yeah. this is, they just telling everybody to <laughs> You know, give him space. Back up. This but, is a criminal. What? Yeah, yeah, I get it. Well, I mean, I, I think, I think that one of the questions that we've never really talked about on this particular show is the criminalization of blackness mm -hmm. in a in a real yeah. way. Right. Right. Um, so, right. So I get that, and you know, um, uh, non-criminal blacks have these conversations, you know what I'm saying? And even criminal blacks, they, they have these similar conversations like, you know, why the MF's got to come out here and treat us like this, that, and the other. But, you know, so the other side of that is this, and this is what I was saying just a minute ago, like put yourself in the cop's shoes, is the statistics are so overwhelming in the other direction. That's what we don't, that's what we're not looking at. Mm. The, st the, the, the statistics. Oh, no, bro. I, I I don't I don't know I, I don't know about that because I mean if we're we're gonna talk statistics and I'm not saying that it's you know that 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 black people do not commit crimes we very well know everybody commits crimes however what's more publicized and what's more put out on media social media newspapers is black crime and the way that they portray us I mean I literally you know I've literally googled because I've seen a post one time. Um, if you Google the black woman, what pictures come up? And if you Google a white woman, what pictures come up? I did it myself. Mm -hmm. I've done it. I typed in a black woman and every ratchet, over-sexualized picture of a black woman that you could find, that's what comes up. But then you Google... Okay, but that's not... No, but, th but, this, yeah, is, but that's... this is... No, it, it is, it's all relevant. It's all relevant. Because if they if they can make black people look like this, even on social media, I just Google. I mean, even on Google, I'm just googling a black woman, and they, everything is negative about a black woman. Nothing wholesome, nothing wholesome, nothing positive, nothing. I am a family person. I'm married. I have children. I'm a mom. I'm this. None of that type of stuff is out about black people. So it, it it's all connected. They make us look like 
we are not part of community. We are the problem in the community. And therefore, we're seen as criminals. And so we're always approached as criminals. As we're doing something wrong, or we're going to steal something, we're going to rob something, we're going to kill somebody. That's how we're portrayed as. And, and, and I guess the shameful part about it is that when you, when you, grow, when you grow up being criminalized, um, and then you do something that's just in a regular culture is just, I mean, in mainstream culture, that's normative for them, you know, where they would get a slap on the wrist, you'll get five years or 10 right. years, um, you know. So I, 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 even now, as I even consider, there's a brother that's locked up in prison right now. He was dating this um, Anglo sister. Um, and he met her at a he was met her met her at a club, kissing on her and different things like that. Didn't realize that the sister was uh, seventeen years old. He's now in the prison because she was allowed access into the club, a twenty one and older club, but she was doggone seventeen. How was he to know that this person wasn't the age? She, because everybody that was scanned through the process was set, was set to be 21. Right. <laughs> you mm -hmm. feel me? And so is that is the onus on him? But I think the problem is, is that now that they discovered that he's African-American, mm -hmm. okay, now... He's a predator. He's a predator. So, so, what, I'm, so, what, a predator. I'm, so what I'm telling you guys, so what I'm telling you is this, okay? The statistics are in that favor. That's why they think those things. They, we, they are not in, bro, they are not in their favor. That's right. not true. Yeah, we, I, disagree true. In, I disagree that with is, that wholeheartedly. That is not true. Not listen. That is not true. And I'm, I'm telling you, as a person that was trained as a sociologist, I studied society. That is a lie. There's more people, white people, on welfare than black people. Mm -hmm. They are equal and, and equal bounds. As is, as it regards criminology, is black and white equal on both sides? They do not patrol those environments as much as they do black environments, but they they do crime at the same rate based on the statistics, on real statistics, on on criminology statistics. statistics. Uh, you know, it, it's it, it's amazing. You know, the things that are right in front of your face that you don't see, okay? I'm not saying that whites don't commit the same crimes. I'm not saying that the statistics for whites aren't the same as blacks. What I'm saying to you is, is there are statistics that, that, that these cops and lawyers and whatever's seeing that when they think black, oh, yeah, he did it. Yeah, you know, they did it. Whatever the case may be, because the statistics support that. That's all I'm saying. But so, but what I'm what I'm what I'm suggesting. Hold on. So 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 say like this. Say like this. Okay. You're whatever age you are, and you with your lady. You downtown. You walk in the streets, and you see a group of young black kids walking up. You know, on the other side of the street. What's the first thing you think? And don't give me the politically correct answer. I don't really think. I'm 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 just looking at them to see what what kind of environment, what what kind of thing they're gonna be on. I don't I don't know. Right, that's what I'm talking about. So you're just looking at them, okay? And if they're well dressed, you think what? If they got uh got visible tattoos and gold jewelry on, what do you think? If they're if they got on the athletic uh uh you know jumpsuit, what do you think? That's my point to you. 
That's what I'm trying to say to you. You ain't got to answer the question. I already know what the answer is because I know what I'm. Man. So I'm not. Nah, I'm, I'm. I'm not. I'm here. What I'm. Fetch. I'm not dis. I'm not disagreeing with the point. I'm not. That's not the. That's not what I'm doing. I'm not saying that when I see a group of of, of black kids that I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm so afraid. Mm, I'm not saying um, I wouldn't be afraid not, either. But I do want to look at what their swag is like. But I'm 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 cautious of but I'm I'm cautious of them, but don't get it twisted. Dylan Roof and his cousins, they out here looking they look regular, but they're criminals, they're going shooting up schools every day. I know man. So I, I look at them, I, I look at them in the exact same way. I'm I am equally as afraid of a housewife as I am of a person that got his pants off his butt. Honestly. Hey, I agree with yeah. you. You know, after the Columbine stuff and all the shootings these days, I mean, I agree with you. It's just as it's just as scary to see a young black thug as it is to see a gothic white kid walking down the street mm -hmm. together. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but what I'm but what I'm but what I'm what I'm suggesting is that the narrative that we've created in America is that thuggery is a black thing, right? Mm. But the truth about that. of it all, huh? I don't know about that, but I, I hear you. I'm, that's based on what you just said. I'm I'm just using your your your, your framework. No, not what I just said. You said that they have crafted statistics that suggest that these individuals are criminals. That's what you just that, said. That is not what I said. What I've been saying is this: <laughs> <laughs> when. When when a when a story or whatever they call it comes across the police scanner and says, "Hey, we got a young black male," you know, we got a young black male, you know, suspected of robbery in this neighborhood, in this area, blah 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 blah. What I'm saying is, the statistics of of the call that comes in is nine times out of ten, the guy did it, and this is what he looks like, and this is what he's dressed like, this is what he's wearing. So when they when they when they run into that black guy. That's why he's treated the way that he's treated because the t the statistics of that call that's what it usually is. That's all I'm saying. But that's, I think, so, that's but I feel like that's not, I feel like that's a made up thing though. Like I feel like that's a, it is. I'm talking about other black people that were arrested in the same situation. Those are real statistics that I'm talking about. I'm not talking about made up shit. I'm not talking about what they see in social media. I'm saying if there's a hundred calls that this police department has seen over the last 10 years and every other call about a black man and a robbery has been this way, they're going to approach that situation the same way. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not saying that well, it's right. I'm not saying that it's true. I'm just saying they're going to go there. Guns are blazing because last time we 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 had this call. This is you know what, what what was reported was exactly what it is. Now I'm not saying that that's right. What I'm saying is we have to change the statistic, okay? And then what I'm saying oh. is you as an individual cop, white cop, black cop, whatever, it's up to you to be a, to become a person when you approach that that suspect to treat him with some dignity and respect. But uh, what I'm telling you is is. They get overly aggressive because the last 10 times that they respond to that call, it went the opposite direction. That's all I'm saying. So let, let me let me give you a historical context for what you're talking about, because what you're saying um, is a narrative that was crafted again 
Uh, and this goes all the way back to the black code it, laws. You can stop, bro, because it ain't about what was crafted. I know what's crafted. I'm black in America, so I agree with you. But you're not listening to what I just said. I'm talking about real calls, real facts, real stats. They study those stats. That's all I'm saying to you. So if you're in Mississippi or, West, or better yet, West Virginia, and the call is, you know, white male, 27, you know, robbed a, a, a trailer park, okay, that fits the bill. And the last 10 times that they went out there, you know, this is what that meth head did. Yeah, but that's not and the that's case, typical. though. Like, I, I get what you're saying. What, I understand what, completely what you're saying is that the demographics for a particular area, this is what is shown. If you're in, you know, this type of neighborhood and these type of people live here and this is the crime here, then, you know, nine times out of ten, you know, if they're calling in about this particular crime, yes, this is probably what's going on. This is probably a factual right, thing. So, I get right, what you're saying. So, however, right, so, however, it's yeah. not it's not the same and it's not escalating the same way. That white man that lives in West Virginia that's a meth head that's done this has probably done that 15,000 times and is still not in jail, still ain't been arrested, still let out if he was arrested, and no one is causing him any type of bodily harm or killing him or making him not be able to breathe or using any type of extra aggressive force. That's the issue that we're talking about. You know what I mean? Because these, these black men are out here doing the same thing that these white boys are doing, and they're dying. They're getting killed. They're getting all roughed up for no reason. And it's, I mean, you're roughing up old ladies and all type of things. That's unnecessary. And I get what you're saying. I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement with what you're saying. I do believe that that is true. I grew up in a very poor black ghetto neighborhood. I grew up in the projects. If there was crime, and there was, it was done by the Spanish and the black people in my neighborhood. We was doing it. I get what you're saying. But the cops are not responding the same way if it's going on in a nicer neighborhood, they ain't responding the same way. Right, and, and I understand it. And, and all I'm trying to, hold on, hold on. All I'm trying to explain to you is why, okay? All I'm trying to do is explain to you why. So in, in, in both of you, in your professions, whatever it is, a situation has happened more than once. And the last two times, it was this way. So if somebody tells you, hey, Josh, I need you. So like, Josh, hey, Josh, I need you to go to room 10 to go do a welfare check. Hey, last time we went and did a welfare check, XYZ was the case. So make sure you take some gloves, a broom, and whatever. So you're going to do that based on the last time or the last two, three times that you had to go mm-hmm. do that. Same thing with you, priest, and whatever it is that you're doing, you get the same type of pep talk. Hey, man, listen. I need you to go do this thing. And last time we went out there, we had to do X, Y, Z. So make sure you take, you know, this thing, that thing, and that thing. That's all I'm saying. And, and I, I'm yeah, not, nah, but, not, but all I'm saying to you is that they have uh, very, very strategically, in my opinion, created the narrative of the black criminology. Sure they have. Um, sure they have. And, and, and they've done that. So that even though we are only 13% of the population, we are 46% live represented in the prison population. And it's very strategic in locking up men and locking up boys of color to keep them away from their families or keep them away from having an example of how you're really supposed mm-hmm. to live. Yeah, all um, true. And, so- and, 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 and and so when when I'm when I'm pushing back on these things, Jafet, 
I'm I'm not pushing back because I think that what you're saying is ridiculous. I'm pushing back on these things because I'm saying to you, don't buy into the narrative of, and I know you black. I know you know all the things you're going to say. But all I'm saying to you is don't buy into the narrative because I, what I'm suggesting to you is historical reference point that have gotten these individuals to reference these people of color in such a way that criminalize them just for breathing. Um, and and that's that's all I'm saying. I mean, you know, every cut. Listen, the last few conversations we've had that that, that have gone this way, <laughs> the the point the point is this. You know, we as a people, whatever those people are, black the black community, the Hispanic community, even the white community, whatever, you know. Okay, so perfect example, totally different. The uh, you know Muslims. Mm -hmm. There's no one out there in the Muslim, in the Muslim community that's standing up for Muslims that's saying, "Hey, we're not we're not all terrorists. Hey, we're not all racist. Hey, we're not all this." That's not true. Hold on. Do you know, do you know what they're doing? They're just living their lives, doing, trying to do the right things, and naturally, grassroots way, changing the narrative so people don't think like that anymore. So blacks, what they got to do is, you know, don't do the stupid shit. Don't get caught up in all the dumb crap. We have to change the narrative of the way that it is that we're behaving and doing and getting caught and, and, and all that other type of stuff. And eventually, you know, it, it, it'll change. So... But what I what I think that you're, you're that you're missing in your statement there is that um, we're really only fifty years or so, let's say sixty. Oh no, I agree. Years out of slavery, right? I agree with that, hundred percent. Um, and so uh, the systematic oppression of African beings in America um, is so sensitive of a subject, even in the black space. Because we we are really trying to say don't act like this, don't act like that. But you're asking indiv asking individuals that haven't had exposure and in a lot of cases haven't had education to become something different than what they are. Um, and there's no possible way for us to engage with each other outside of an honest conversation of look. If you're if you're uneducated as to what the truth is um, about who you are and your being and your excellence and your greatness and your full capacity, you're you're really uh, only subject to repeat those things that are going to limit you to being something less than your greatness. You know what? You know you know you know really what I so you know this is my issue with that. What you say, I agree with you hundred percent. You know. Um, and if people don't realize what you just said is true, go look at that movie. What was it? The Butler. Mm -hmm. Perfect example. It, if, if you didn't know, go watch that movie. And you'll see that there was a president in the White House that was still racist. You know what I'm saying? So uh, and then that guy's life, the butler, his life, you know, I mean, that's that's now. So I agree with you 100 percent of, of the time that you're talking about. But. But I'm an, you guys know me. I'm an individual that talks about personal stock all the time. So who cares if it took 10 years, 15 years, 20, 100 years, 60 years, whatever the case may be. There's positive examples around us all everywhere. There's, there have been successful blacks from the beginning of time. 
And yes, we've been systematically oppressed. I get that. But people have to take individual stock in themselves, me, you, Jocelyn included. We've done these. We, we, we've done that. We've gotten out of whatever you know, low-income situations that we were in, and we're striving to be the best people that we can be. That's so true. everybody else can do the same fucking thing. Well, but I, I'll say that. I, no, no, no. I want to. I want to push back on that. Man. Listen, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not I, 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 you, let me. Let me push back on it, though. Let me push back on it, fat. And I, you, you, you all, you always assume this is the thing. This is one of the key problems that I have with these conversations. With Go ahead. Come on. Um, you assume that a person can change independent of being in environments that show them how to be different. What you what you bring to the table, what I bring to the table, what Jocelyn brings to the table, you grew up in a military family mm -hmm. that was exposed to the world. Mm -hmm. So you knew individuals of color that were successful. Please, okay. man. Let's, no, let's, no, 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 please. That's a real thing. Listen, this is a, this is a what factual I'm saying is thing. Real. This is a factual thing so, yeah. because because the only reason the the only reason that I have been able to maneuver the way that I've maneuvered is because my father was in the military, my grandmother was in the military, my stepmother was in the military. They all moved outside of New York and did something with their lives. My grandmother was a young black entrepreneur in the 60s when that was unheard of. She had her own business. So Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You okay? Listen. You you, you know y'all talk. Risha keeps saying to me, "Don't don't 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 give it to the narrative." Okay, listen. Don't give it to the other narrative that's trying to tell you that black people are fucking idiots no, and don't know how to get them. That's not what we're oh, saying. That's, that's not, not what we're suggesting. That's not and, what we're suggesting. And don't know how to get themselves out of situation because the only examples they've ever seen have been bad examples. Man, come on, man. Please, Reese. Go, go read some different books. That tell you about these black folks that have pulled themselves out of slavery, out of Can prison, I? out of mm -hmm. poverty, out of those same situations that you talk about. That all that that's all they saw, and now they're successful in whatever it is they're doing. I mean, I'm not talking about become successful because you're now you're a doctor, lawyer, basketball player, or you're rich and wealthy. You you know that's not that's not what I'm talking about. You can have a good, decent life in those same communities that we're talking about. Just don't do crime. Go get you a second job. Go back to school or whatever the case may be. We don't have to destroy ourselves just because the example is, oh, well, I don't have no good positive example. All I've ever known is, is pimps, drugs, and, and prostitution. So that's, that, that's what I'm going to do with my life. Man, please, that's tired, okay? That's the same reason why I didn't like affirmative action when it came out. Don't give me the job because I'm black and he's white and that's what the law tells you to do. Give me the fucking job because I'm qualified. Because I worked myself to where I am to be qualified. That's all I'm talking about. You can anybody everything. This is a this is an immigrant country where lots of immigrants have come here with hundred dollars in their pocket, thousand dollars in their pocket, mm -hmm. whatever, and have gotten you know, to wherever it is that they they mm -hmm. become. So anybody can do it. Everybody can do it. Everybody can't become president. But you can become a respectable, uh, you know, bodega shop owner or, you know, janitor at a school or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Trash collector. You can be those things without having to commit crimes because, oh, that's all you saw when you was growing up. Come on, man. Mm. 
Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if I uh believe in. You ain't gotta agree. I don't I don't I, I, I mean we know. We know that's why no one is really pushing back anymore because we know that you could care less. But I I I I agree to a certain extent with what you're saying. Yes, everyone needs to be held accountable for their lives and for the way that their lives go. I get that. You know, you you at some point you have to, you know, want better for yourself and you want to move out of that. All right. So what so what am I missing? So what am I missing? Y'all don't agree with me because I don't agree with you or because I don't give it or because I'm not going with, yeah, blacks were treated bad. Oh, yeah, blacks were do, blacks was treated this way. And blacks was put down and they're systematically doing this. That's why we ain't got shit. That ain't, I mean, that ain't, that ain't what I'm just, saying but it, So, okay. So, so where, 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 where did you grow up, Jafet? I'm a military <laughs> brat, so Tell I mean, I grew up I grew up in New York. I grew up in North Carolina. But, I grew up in Germany. Okay, what kind of what kind of neighborhood did you live in? Well, I mean, in New York, you know what kind of neighborhood I lived in. And how long were you in New York? Uh, as a kid, I don't know. Um, um, formative years, elementary, and then we moved off to North Carolina, Tennessee. You know, my mother was in the military, so we bounced around. Exactly. Right. So. so, so- so the is a reasonable expectation that you aren't living in bad you know, you know, this, y'all, y'all, y'all getting on my nerves now. What the fuck does that have to do with the Bruh, so listen, that has everything it has, has everything, everything to do to with, do with, with what, what education generation education and access are the two elements that I've been speaking about since we've been on the phone or uh, on this podcast. And so to to limit that conversation as if it's it's not something that doesn't make sense, I'm sure it wouldn't make sense to a person that have had access and have been exposed. You lived in Germany. I didn't go to Germany until I was 18, 20, well, I was 20, 21 years old. So what? What's that got to do what with I'm, What, I mean, I'm, what, what I'm suggesting, though, you but I, you asked me what does that have to do with anything. I'm about to tell you exactly what it has. It has to do with the the possibility of it happening. You don't you you don't you don't see it as a problem to do things because you knew it was a possibility. I don't see it as doing. I don't see it as a possible a problem with doing things now because I've been doing it now for eighteen years. So I get what you're saying. But what I'm saying to you is there's a group of individuals that may be listening to this or may listen to this at some point and will 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 reconcile in themselves that there's things that they just haven't been able to do because they weren't exposed to it in the same way that you have. And so, I don't believe What? What do you mean? Let's move on to the next thing, but I'm, okay, I'm not yeah, going to fight You finished with your top five? No. No, you didn't. <laughs> I gotta call mm. a disciple in on this one. This is nuts. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. I mean, this is this, yeah. this is the thing, this, and this is the part that we 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 never really have uh, conversations about, which is we'll which is about. learned fear conditioning, right? There's this uh, concept of uh, a monkey being on a um on a on a tree with a chain around his neck. And he's reached up so many times to grab this banana, but because the banana is so is because he's on the chain, he doesn't have the capacity to reach the banana. 
Now, there's another monkey who is entered into this equation. He doesn't even have a chain on his neck anymore, right? He's going into this cage. He's free. And every time the monkey begins, that's free, attempts to go and grab the banana that he has free access to have. He's being pulled down by the monkey that has the chain on. They take the monkey that has the chain on out of the equation. They pull all of the the monkeys that have chains on them out of the equation. And they put only individual monkeys that have, that are free. But no one in the midst of being free attempts to get the banana because they don't realize they can have it. And so the truth of the matter is, is now that they don't have on a chain, they have an invisible chain that's on their mind. And so what I'm suggesting to you is that the chain that was on your mind that could have been on your mind while you were in New York, when you went to North Carolina, when you went to Germany, when when you went to all of these different environments, when you went to Dubai and Abu Dhabi and all of these different other places and different experiences, those chains of what you could do, what you could be, and even staying in America and and just, okay, I'm going to just stay here. He was like, nah, I don't have to do that. I, that's not who I am. I don't have to. I don't have to play this game. And you got out of the game, and you went and played a different game. You did it for what ten years, maybe. Hello. Yeah, and so, what I'm suggesting to you is that somebody somewhere has that invisible chain on their brain. You don't. Right, but, but you don't mean that somebody that else don't. Yeah. And, and so that's the point. You, that's that's the point that we're trying to make, Jafet, is like it's not that we don't think that what you're saying is correct or we don't think that people can can want better for themselves or should hold themselves accountable. The problem is, is that they don't know that they can do these things, that yeah, they bro. have these other opportunities out there. I yeah. got people in New it York, hold- just like I know you do, too, that have never left New York. They, they've never left the borough that they grew up in. They've never left the building that they grew up in as children. They don't <laughs> know me, that so they could do better. My you, education, hold on, let me tell you. you. Yes, I'm dead serious. I am dead serious. My education, no, 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 no let me finish. Let me finish. My education in New York was so subpar. I mean, I, I was learning about stuff that didn't even have anything to do with anything. It wasn't even a normal curriculum. When I moved to Texas, I was completely in culture shock. I was mind blown. I'm going to a school now that's an entire campus that has a baseball field, a football field. And I went to a school with 235 kids. I'm going to a school now with a thousand kids plus in it. They thought when they when they dissected my my report card, they thought that I was in these super intelligent classes they put me in all ap classes all ap classes i didn't know a damn thing that these people were talking about we're reading about canterbury tales in english class i had no clue what any of this stuff was and it wasn't until i was exposed to that that I was able to learn something different. It wasn't until I was removed out of the environment, which was toxic, which was ghetto, which was poor as hell. I mean, roach and rat infested, crime, crack bottles walking down my staircase, pissy staircases, everything. 
It wasn't until I was removed from that environment and shown that there could be something else that I was able to know and release the change in my mind. Hey, I can have something different. I can do something more. There are people in my neighborhood that don't have that opportunity and were never given that opportunity or shown by any of their educators, any of the, the elder people in their families. They're not shown these things, so they don't know that they could go do these things. They think it's unattainable. Okay, so hold on. I, I got that. I mean, I, 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 listen, I Nah, I'm, of course it's me making this noise. I gotta stop y'all from talking <laughs> and and making y'all gonna fuss this out that we ain't gonna be able to do the stuff that we really need to do. The point is, Jafet, no. you've had a privileged life, and that's a blessing. No, I'm glad we're friends. Right. I, <laughs> this, 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 hold on. First of all, first of all, can I can I say something to you? First of all, you've been blessed. That's the first thing we need to say that. You've been yeah, blessed. I would agree with that. Yeah. You you have wonderful you have a wonderful parent that I know of, your mother, and you have wonderful siblings that I've heard so many wonderful things. So if y'all hearing this, I love you. We ain't never <laughs> met, we ain't never ate a piece of fried chicken together, but my sister that's down there doing all of the wonderful things that y'all are doing, and my brother, I love you. All right. So with that being said. Right. With that being said, I just I, I just think that you should I would tr I'm trying we're trying to get you acculturated to the other side for individuals that didn't have that same experience. And now Jocelyn Man. talks about how she got out. Imagine staying there. L listen, I've, I've I've shared with both of you how I uh, appreciated what my mother has done for me and my, my siblings to get us out of New York so we didn't have that type of life. I completely understand that. But what I'm saying is this, and I, I mean, I, I thought I said it a couple of times, but I guess I didn't articulate it you know, very well. My point is, is at some point in time in your life as an individual, you gotta become aware. But that doesn't happen for everybody, Jafet. You're saying that you're like, you gotta become aware as if this is like, you know, this, 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 you know, pinnacle that they reach, you know, okay, at 17, you're going to become aware that doesn't that doesn't happen. It, it doesn't happen like that. Everybody doesn't have the mindset that we have to think outside of the box or see multiple points of views of things or the 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 balls or the wherewithal to try any of these other avenues, even though we, we could be afraid that we might fail. Everybody is not like that. Listen. Even, even, even with this privileged life that I have and blessed life that I have, I have fears. I'm not as well. saying There's you things, didn't. Yeah, I'm uh, here. I still have fears. There's things that I think are unattainable that I probably could achieve, but I, I also have that same fear. So it's not just for the poor. This right. It's for everyone. And that's what. Yes. My point. That's what we're trying to say, though. Jeff that's Fett. what we're saying. Like what? that's what we're we're what? trying to say. It. Like. It's, we, I, I, like, I, I really get what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, but uh, not everyone. And I mean, yes, there may still be things that you are afraid of that you, you know, haven't stepped out to do, but you weren't that afraid because look at what you have accomplished. Absolutely. I mean, and, even, and, and I'm, I'm going to say this to you before you continue. You say a lot of things like about uh, you don't believe in affirmative action. To me, when I when I hear the things that you say, you sound a lot like Clarence Thomas. Um, 
I don't know who that who? is. Clarence Thomas is a chief is a is a judge, a Supreme Court judge uh for the United States who uh, okay. who went to Yale, who became a lawyer, who's originally from Georgia, from Pinpoint, uh Georgia. And 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 the point is what I'm saying is is that he's he's lived a very um accomplished, accomplished life. life. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. our brother has, you know. So all I'm saying to you is that I I'll, get what you... this, hear, hear what I'm saying. I just I just want to add this point in. If if you've been if you've been able to accomplish so much so much in and of yourself, and because of the relationships that you've had, of course you would think that no one needs affirmative action because you don't need it. Yeah, I, I listen. I knew exactly where you were going. Okay. <laughs> And I and I don't I don't mean to offend you, Jocelyn, or I anybody listening. I just, just talking. I'm just saying, man. I mean, I just think of it as a, of a different way. That okay. So even at 40 plus years old, I have epiphanies even now. Like, oh mm-hmm. shit, why did not why did not think that 10 years ago? Yeah. Why was I thinking that 25 years ago? I mean, there's so many things that I'd be like, dang. I just wasn't in that mindset or that mind frame. And I get it. You know, kids that grow up, you know, the way you, you, you're referring to Jocelyn, you just, you know, you just don't, you just don't think certain ways. I mean, I'm just saying that, you know, at some point in time, nine, 15, 25, 45, 50 years old, something got to click somewhere and say, you know what? I can't be doing these things that I was doing or, Living the way makes, that I was living. This is the point. This is the point make, that we're trying to make because it makes sense that's, that's to what you we're saying is that you to make the shift yeah, it because ma- you're in an environment you've done that, it. that tells you that you shouldn't live okay. less than. But if you're in an environment okay. where less than is the norm, and every time somebody says, "Okay, I'm going to I'm going to the military," you can go fight the white man's army. You gonna go mm-hmm. fight the white man's army? Who are you gonna mm-hmm. do that? That ain't your war. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's a. Well, you, think, you think I didn't hear that? You think I didn't hear that? Say it again. You think I didn't hear that? I'm, you think I'm I didn't not. Hear that? No, we're not saying didn't. that you did it. I'm, we're not but saying that you did. What didn't. we're saying is, is that you were raised with enough confidence and enough mind of your own to hear those things and still and be still like, pursue. yeah, but I'm still going to go do this. Yeah. In, in, in that environment, in the type of environment that I grew up in, when people said those things to you, it was the most impactful thing that you could have ever heard because that is what you know. This is your whole world right here. Mm-hmm. This is it. And this <laughs> one, you know... This okay. one project building that you live in, in this one part that right. you play in, this is the entire, this is your entire, you know, life, death, Existence. opinion, everything. Mm-hmm. And so when somebody says to you, oh, I'm going to go to the military. Oh, I'm going to go try to get this job. Oh, you're going to do what? Oh, you think you're too good now? Oh, you think that's, it's an impactful it, yeah. thing, especially when you're in your formative years and you're hearing things like this. It doesn't mm-hmm. help. So and then if you don't have anything right. that shows you different, that shows you, hey, you can still have this, regardless of what this person is saying, or you don't have a mentor or somebody in, in your life that's like, don't listen to them jokers. Go do what you want to do. You're going to listen to them jokers, and then you're going to just end up like they did. But you don't know that you okay. can do something different. I, I got that. And, and trust me, I, I hear you on that. I, I, I understand completely. And, and to be honest with you, 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 I have experienced those mm-hmm. things. But what I'm saying is this, 
even if you don't try to get out, because getting out isn't always, you know, attainable mm-hmm. for everybody. I mean, somebody got to street the sweets, street the sweets, and 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 drive the bus and run the train and manage the city and all. You know, so every level, everybody can't everybody can't aspire to be the same exact thing. So I understand that. So what I'm saying is this: go study uh, some of these black communities. Compton was a black community. Um, uh, Idlewild was a black community. You know what I mean? So what are we doing as individuals in those communities to better just the community? Okay, so you can't become an airline pilot. Okay, no problem. Nobody in your family is an airline pilot. You can't become one. Okay, no problem. How about not committing the crime in your, in, in, in your neighborhood and cleaning up your neighborhood and policing your own neighborhood? Those are the type of things that I'm really yeah. talking about that I'm trying to get you guys to understand. It ain't about becoming a doctor, lawyer, you know, airline pilot, astronaut. That ain't can, what I'm talking about. You can, I, gotta... can I ask you a question? <laughs> Do you have any doctors, lawyers, so-and-so and so in your family? <laughs> okay. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't have to answer that. I do too. Yes. You hear what I'm saying? I do too. I have entrepreneurs, doctors, lawyers. My 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 lady is a doctor. You know what I'm saying? So I'm 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 not I'm not I'm not trying to be funny when I'm saying these things. I'm just I'm I'm I'm, I'm listen. We can play the game all we want to, and we can act like this stuff ain't real if we want to. Or we can be honest. You're not what being you honest. Mean? You're not. We are being honest. No, we're not being honest. Yes, we are, oh, brother. I'm, I've been so, I've been so open with you this, this on this conversation. I just said I'm not talking about getting out and becoming a doctor, lawyer, professional athlete. I'm talking about how about we just manage to run our own communities the way what, we what, need what, to run what, them. What, what you'll learn as you. I was just, I, I promise you, I was just having this conversation with someone last night. Uh, what you'll learn as you begin to develop all of these things that you have in mind is that the reason why you don't want to live in places that are not peaceful is because you've never lived in places that weren't peaceful. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Look. Why are you all, This is the damn truth. This is the and now I'm not I'm not saying now now having a visa to be in some places I'm we've all been those places like the Afghanistan's the Iraqs the you know whatever's the over the, the Middle Eastern areas that necessitate that kind of thing that's what we met that's the that's the opening of the show every week we talk about that every week Jocelyn mm. I think you needed to to do your top five. I value your opinions, your perspectives, but this is what it's about. We need to be able to share those perspectives. That's why we having these conversations because there's some people that think like you and are like, yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're right. And then What's there's that somebody mean? that went to an HBCU that, you know, that's saying, okay, all right, that brother is right. I fight the power, brother. Fight the power. 
Well, first of all, I went to HBCU, okay? Mm. And I mean, I've done all Oh, God. Here we go. Which HBCU did you go to? And I got a doctor in my family. I I do too. Now, okay. What? (laughs) Listen. I understand. I'm telling my son every day of of my life and of his life, he loves teeth so much. I told him, not teeth with the F, teeth with the TH. Um, he he <laughs> loves teeth so much. I tell him every day, Reese, you're gonna be Doctor Reese Washington the Third one day, and you're gonna be a dentist one day, because they make a bunch of money and just go in. <laughs> but see, okay, so 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 in lies the problem. I mean, that's great that you teaching that young man mm-hmm. that. But everybody don't have to be a doctor to be successful. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I've been saying. That's what I'm saying. Man, if my dad wasn't in my life telling me this stuff that uh, that uh, not don't worry about this stuff that I had, I had many of men from my community. Instead of you, most people believe that the people in the community are pulling you down. But there were individuals in my community. I, I can name them by name: Tim Green, mm. uh, Roderick Cook. Uh, all of these different brothers, and that I, you know, uh, Marcus Henley, uh, all of these brothers that would tell me, um, guys, heavy Dwayne, that would tell me, look, go out, get your education, go and be better, go do better. You can, you have better inside of you. And I mean, and there's a myriad of other individuals, Harold Lilly, um, that showed the example, that left the community, that went and did great things, and then came back. And have been an asset, an asset to the community. So I'm just saying, if you've never lived that, it's different. Um, my uncle John Wooden, who's the vice president for GE, I probably shouldn't have said his name, but I guess it's out there now. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, these things are important to see. He's the first person I've seen graduate from college. He graduated from college, and guess what? He slept while he was going to school on our floor. He would walk to school. He's driving a BMW now, living in a nice house now. But it ain't start off like that. You know what I'm saying? So the point I'm making is it's because of what we see. He's the reason why I don't say Aura anymore. The letter is R. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Right? Yes. He's the re- he's the reason I don't use the word ambulance anymore. That I used to say that it's ambulance. You know, oh, I mean, God. it's 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 those simple things that when in articulating and speaking to other individuals from different cultures, they either determine that you you have substance or you're foolish. And so, all I'm saying is I'm 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 monitoring my life. Jafet, you're one of those people. Jocelyn, you're one of those people. And for many others that I have friendships and relationships with, you are all those kinds of people. And so I, you know, I when I hear certain things, I'm like, I got to push back on it because it just doesn't match what I know. But I still love you. I'm just not going to let you tell yourself lies, Clarence. <laughs> Clarence, I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not gonna let you lie to yourself, Clarence, because you went to Yale and Holy Cross. 
See, this is <laughs> this, 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 this back and forth starts, and then we don't get right. anywhere. But I'm gonna leave it alone. Uh, I'm gonna leave it alone this time. Jocelyn, please. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jocelyn. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Um, so um, I went and saw um. I went and saw the new Shaw and Hobbs, the new Fast and Furious. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was really good. Kevin and myself enjoyed the movie. Um, yeah, it was good. I mean, you know, typical action-packed movie, save the world kind of thing. Uh, but they brought in um, a lot of the rock um, Samoan uh, culture into it. So that was pretty cool to see. Um, yeah, but it was, it was a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of scenes. Idris Elba was the man in the movie. I absolutely love the name Brixton. I think I'm going to name my son Brixton. I just really like it. Um, music. What have I been listening to? I actually haven't really listened to a full... Oh, I listened to Nas's album, Fire. How was that? I mean, it was great. I loved it. Would you expect anything less from him? I don't think so. No, nah, not at all. Um, He's dope. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. So it was it was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, I have not read any books, so I started that other book, but then I didn't. Stuff has been a little hectic here at work, so I haven't been able to sit down and read. Um, and social media. Gosh, I mean, I sent you guys stuff like Jafet said earlier. I sent you guys stuff all week about different stuff that's going on, different things people are saying, different things our wonderful, amazing president has said or done. Um, I think the, 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 I don't know, the funniest one that I sent was about the primaries, um, not the primaries, uh, the debates that are going on right now. <laughs> that was hilarious to me I thought that was just so funny I mean they was really coming for each other this was like the most cutthroat debates I have ever seen they was laying it all on the line calling out all types of stuff I'm like wow so yeah yeah it was it was it was it was good but yeah that's that's what I got for you guys did I miss anything uh no I think we good okay. uh yeah yeah we straight all right cool so let's uh let's cut this one off let's go to break Hopefully, one of these days we'll get a sponsor. Get a sponsor, come on right now, pay some bills. Pay some bills, yes. <laughs> he coming. He's coming. She's coming. She's coming. Come on. Right. All right. Bye. 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 All right. Cool. 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 Okay. So this week, y'all let me pick the topic. So let me ask y'all this question, and I want your honest, your honest responses, whatever it might be, uh, one at a time. Mm-hmm. The Kardashians. <laughs> what do y'all think about the Kardashians? What, what, yeah. What do you think about? Go them? ahead, Reese. I don't have nothing good to say about the Kardashians. They okay, have systematically. Dismantled every black man or man that they've kind of come in contact with. They they turned one man into a woman. Ooh. They gave another man crack, mm. and they I don't know what they're doing to Kanye. I, I think they've actually sucking him draft one part at a time. I think that's what they're doing with him. But yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm really. I don't have anything positive to say about the Kardashians. 
okay. but they are a monster if, as it pertains to marketing. Now, as it pertains to marketing, are oh, they beast? And as their business acumen, oh my goodness, it's nothing like them. Mm-hmm. But oof, when you're talking about dog going, Lord, let's just keep us in prayer. If, if you're talking about um, the way that they just they sift through men like they dog on uh, cocaine or something, so I, I think I'm very afraid of that. But that's me. Mm. Hmm. Okay, Justin. Um, I mean, I'm I'm indifferent to them. You know, I mean, I I agree with Reese. I think that their business acumen is out of this world. I mean, Kylie Jenner is a billionaire off her own makeup line. You know what I mean? They, you know, they've all capitalized off of Kim's sex tape and. I mean, look at them. I, I can't, you know, I can't be upset. Like, you, you know, you did a stupid thing and got blasted and you ran with it. And you've all built empires for yourselves and have your own things going. You know, that's 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 great for you. But, I mean, other than that, I don't think that they're outside of that. I don't think that they're, you know, anything special. I think they just like every other regular person that has money and got a bunch of, you know, plastic surgery done to themselves. Like, I don't think there's much of a brain <laughs> inside. Like, they're not super intelligent people. They just lucked out and made right moves at the right time. Okay. What do you think, Jafar? I think exactly what both of you just said. I mean, uh, their business acumen is where I was going. Because I hear people all the time, and this is funny, you know, people talk, people are dogging them everywhere you go on social media, on TV, and, you know, regular life, you know, people that I run into all the time, they they hate the Kardashians, they don't understand them, they don't like them, they're stupid, blah, 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 blah. So first of all, you can't be stupid and become a billionaire. Well, you can be. Donald Trump is one. Uh (laughs) You <laughs> said that out loud, Reese. That wasn't. I'm sorry. Jafet, make sure you delete that. <laughs> Please. I'm sorry. Number, and number two, uh, um, you know, what, what Jocelyn said, that's exactly it. I mean, you know, well, actually, before that, let me, let me, let me back up. Their business acumen is the mm-hmm. shit, okay? And if nobody is paying attention, it's, it's mom, Chris. Yep. Oh, yeah. Sure she's, a disrupt- she's a disruptor for real. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay, she, he's the beast. Dad died, and she was like, "Oh shit, what am I gonna do?" do Right, gonna do. I gotta do something. So she was already in the entertainment business industry anyway, and then um, they they had a shop. They used to sell. They had a retail shop. I don't even know what they used to sell before. And then recently, yeah. No, no, no. This is before. This is back then. Okay. The girls used to own. Oh, it. They had Dash. A... Yeah. 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 That was after Kim's right. sex so... tape, though. Yeah. Right. That's what okay. I got it. So, um, so they opened up a shop and they had that little thing popping, and then you know they became socialites and all that kind of stuff. And then, like Jocelyn was saying, I mean, and I don't know if anybody's paying attention. Last night, this is what this is what made me want to talk about this because, I, like I said, I see it all the time. People are dogging them, but these people have all become wealthy off of a sex tape 
And then mom, the manager, being able to make the right moves at the right times to get the right things done and propel the entire family to well, mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, Rob with the socks, one uh, one of the, the, the girls, the younger girls is a model, the other one is, the, is the, has mm-hmm. makeup. Uh, all the three girls, the main, the main three girls, the Kardashian girls, all three of them uh, have all done modeling at some point in time, mm-hmm. you know, got, gotten their shit together and, and modeled, you know, so so Chloe's got a got her own little workout show because, you know, she used to be the, the ugly black right. one. If you, she's not ugly, she's not fat, but she used to be a little little plump, yeah, little chunky. she didn't look like the rest now of them. She got her own little work- now she got her own little workout mm-hmm. show, you know. The other one that got the kids, Courtney, I mean, she's a beast in her own mm-hmm. right. Quiet, but she's doing her mm-hmm. thing. And then what, what really tipped it off for me yesterday was Scott Disick. Her, her baby daddy. Her baby daddy. I mean, but, you know, what I'm saying is that, you know, we we as a society and community, we're all so quick to look and see and judge and, and make comments, but we're really not paying attention to what's really going mm-hmm. on. They're making moves as a family and, be, and getting rich off of it. So what happened? Because like, I missed it. I didn't. I tried to find it on social media and I couldn't find it. What Whatever you mean, you're talking what about. Happened? With Scott Diskus, like oh, what? What? He got a show. This dude got a show now. Oh, wow! He got his own show now. He got a he got one of the Flip It shows. Flip It like Disick. Mm. So he's a real estate. He's doing real estate investing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, his, his own story is. I think his parents were wealthy or something, and so he's you mm-hmm. know only child and born you know raised with money. So he was in that area, that community. Met. Uh, Courtney somewhere. Nobody really been, no. Who who said that they introduced him to her? I don't know. It might have been. It might have been Chloe. I, I I honestly don't know. No, it was somebody else. I can't remember exactly. But anyway, so they met and they did their thing, and now you know. Um, so now, not only is he on the show, so they're not together mm-hmm. anymore. He's not on the show. I'm sorry, he's not together. They're not together anymore. He's still on the mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. So, and now he has his own show. And, you know, they've had a couple little spinoffs, you know, here and there. I think, what, Kim and Chloe were in Miami yeah. or Kim and Courtney I mean, and all that type of stuff. I'm just looking at the way that these people are handling their business, and it's like, wow, that's that's freaking yeah, crazy. Yeah, well, they ain't, they ain't, they ain't, the, thing, the thing that you got to remember is like I, like I was, like you said earlier, the goal ultimately is not to tear each other down. But the goal ultimately right. is to build each other up, to firm each other up, and to be in such a way with one another that um, that it brings honor to the name and to the work that we're all trying to do. Um, right. So, so that's what I see, and that's what I'm. That's what I I think about when I see them, and I look at you know people that I know, even my own family. Like, what are we missing? What are we not getting that we don't stay together like what? that for whatever? You know what I'm saying? So we all tease about um, Jenner, Bruce, you mm-hmm. know, oh, they didn't got this man to cut his dick off. Well, how do we know that he didn't feel like that all those years? And this is just now his time to be able to do that. So but what I, but my point is, is that they discussed it as a as a husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Then they discussed it as a business move mm-hmm. and then they strategically went about it and did their mm-hmm. damn thing. And now I think he got it. Yep. Well, I'm sorry. 
he has a show. But that's, I mean, that's that's what it is, though, is that they're for the survival of the family, the survival of the name, the survival of the lineage. They're thinking about future generations. We don't think, because so we don't think, because, are... because, oh, it's like a, oh, it's like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a, just a continual thing. It's like a beating a dead horse. I mean, systematically, because, right, I mean, honestly, truthfully, as tired as it sounds, it goes back to slavery, because we've been conditioned, right, because we've been conditioned as a people for generations on top of generations to look out for yourself, for survival of the fittest, that's it, it's about your survival, not about your family's survival, not about your next generation's survival, it's about your survival, we have been taught deeply, I mean, this is deeply ingrained in DNA, it goes further than the mind, we've been taught that we gotta survive, and we gotta do whatever it is, and if you, if you ain't strong enough to run here beside me, I can't help you, I can't, I can't bring you up with me, I gotta go my own race. And so we don't do this. Yeah. So you think you think you think that the black community hasn't hasn't learned? Oh, that absolutely. No, nah, that's it goes absolutely. back to like I said, it goes absolutely. back to what I said in part one about the monkeys. They don't have no chain on them, but they would tell us. They would say, Jocelyn, why in the world did you go fight the the the, the, the white man's war? Or Reese, why did you stay in the army that long? Or Jafet, what you mean you wanted to go over there and help those guys do do this, do that, whatever? I mean, people have will knock that because they don't realize that the the power that it that it creates when you just stay there, so it can strengthen your family. Uh, that's one of the reasons why a lot of families don't even stay together because they don't understand how two, as the Bible says, are better than one. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah. I just don't understand. I mean, I hear what you guys are saying, systematic oppression. I just, I just don't know that I can agree with that. You don't have you to know, agree with all that. This... <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, like, I mean, I, it, it really is truthful. I mean, I think we had this conversation. If it's the I truth. think we we had this conversation in the beginning when I brought up the. You ever seen the doc, the documentary called Black Fish about Shamu? Yeah. Right. So, okay. So watch it. It's a really good documentary. But in this documentary, the scientists, you know, discovered basically that Shamu lost his mind. He went crazy from being a wild animal. Right. He was a wild animal. He was able to roam millions of, you know, acres of space, whatever you call it, you know, and now he's in this cage by himself. Orcas are family units. They don't leave their family mm-hmm. units. They create pods and they stay together and they raise their families together and do all of that. So now you got this animal that's by himself. He is a mammal. They are mammals. He is by himself now. So that they was. have figured out, the scientists have figured out that basically he lost his mind. He went crazy. And that's why he started attacking all the trainers and this and the third and eventually he died. What they also discovered is that he passed down that gene, that traumatic gene, onto every one of his generations after him. So if mm-hmm. this could happen, if they could figure this out, because we are mammals, we are mammals. If mm-hmm. they could figure this out with a fish and this traumatic thing happened to this fish, what do you think that slavery has done to our ancestors? And do you not think that it has been passed down to us systematically in our DNA? It is ingrained in us. And and daily, yearly, weekly, monthly, whatever, we have to do whatever we can to fight against separation. 
Because, see, like, now that you know what it is that's coming up against you, now you have to begin to fight against it so that y'all can have success, can have harmony, can have Right, but you have to recognize that that's what the problem is. You have to first recognize that this is what the problem is and that it's not, it didn't just start with you and your family. No, this is hundreds of generations back that this has Mm. been going on and been passed down from generation to generation to generation. So... You know, you you have to recognize that that trauma is real. Our the black community does not recognize that that trauma is real. That has been mm-hmm. passed on to them. That is still a part of them today. Because they're like, well, I wasn't out picking cotton. I didn't get beat. Yeah, but they found other ways to continue the drama, the trauma, the slavery, and the trauma. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. got to get out of that first. Yeah. You got to figure out the way to get out of that first. Yeah. So how do we? So how do we do that? Well, how we do we don't need to discuss our, our exit strategy on this thing, but I I would suggest I'm not. Um, That's. But what 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 I would say to you is, um, by first of all, we have to get out by getting out of stuff that is not our business, politics, and the the, the American structure is really not our business per se. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to say that. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Why would you think? Why would you think we need to pull out? Of, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because can I? Can I? Can I ask you a question? <laughs> when, I hate when he starts when, like yeah, that. Huh? When uh, immigrants come to this country, do they go into politics, or do they go into survival so that their families can have a life? No, I, I got that. But let me ask you, so so go back. Go back. What is the list? What are the things we need to pull out of? Politics is one. What well, are the other all things that don't have anything to do with building our community. Okay, so let me tell you why we don't need to pull out of politics. Because those are the lawmakers. So why would we not want to be a system that creates the laws? All right. We need to be more. Because the laws but are what, not made to our benefit. Regardless if we, you, regardless if if we have, have somebody in. There, right. Regardless, not, it's still not, not going to benefit us. the laws so that they can be beneficial to those individuals. That's, so what I'm suggesting, uh, you, you're bringing me out my my, my, my my strategic space, but I'll come out of here for you for a moment. Um. <laughs> What I would suggest is that you and those individuals of your family will come up with a family plan and a family structure that you'll be creating well for the next generation. Because when you look at um, what a lot of the Indians or a lot of Muslim individuals that's coming here, Hispanic brothers and sisters that's coming here, they're establishing their family so that maybe I'm an apple picker and your mama an orange picker. But the next generation is going to college, they're going to law school, so forth. And what they're doing is what we did during Reconstruction periods. And what we're doing now, too, to some degree. But we're not as passionate because we bought into the TV and to their imagery of who we are. That's not who we are. We're ex- okay, so you, you didn't finish the list. So uh, politics I told is you I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to discuss, oh, I'm not going to discuss our exit strategy on, on this podcast, but I got one. Right. You can believe that. Okay. You can believe I got one. Okay. And I'm just, I, and I'll share with you all when we get off this podcast, but I got one. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. And let it be so. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. 
That's good. I mean, so so in general, like I said, I was bringing them up because I wanted to see your point of view on these people, what you really see, because I think there's a lot of things there that a lot of families could could take from and do, because a lot of families are broken mm-hmm. in this in this in this world, and it's like we look at them like, oh, you know, they're a joke, but they're not. Nah, they're serious, bro. No, they dead serious. Nah, they they dead, dead serious. serious. They and they, 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 they out that. here making millions, millions. And billions of dollars. They they are dead serious about everything that they doing. They not playing. And you know, if if they got to look like they a joke on national television to get that next million dollars, that's what they doing. That's what they doing. They'll take they'll take that they'll take that open market L to get yep. that meal. Yep. Why not? Matter of yep. fact, I was, look, I, I was just to want to know. I was just looking, I was just on, I was on social media earlier today. They was ranting about Kim. They was pissed off at Kim because she, um, she came on her live on Instagram and she got sunburned and she, um, like any good businesswoman to me, any good business person is going to promote their products. So because she got sunburned, but she was going somewhere and she needed to cover it up, she used one of her concealers from her line to cover it up. So in the comments, they are going off. They are going off on her. They're like, oh, my God, she's so greedy. Like, she got to keep doing more. So did she get sunburned on purpose to promote her product? Who cares, though? <laughs> well, who, who cares? Y'all are watching it. This is all she needs. Right, you, you're watching right, it. Right. That's it. She don't care right. what, what you have to say about it. You can call her stupid, dumb, yeah. ignorant, whatever. She just made she just made a million dollars off of that. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's what pe- that's what people ain't paying attention to. You you watch you you complaining about it, but you watching it. Watching it. You buying yep. it. You doing yep. it. It's like you ain't you're not paying attention because you're mm-hmm. doing it. You know what I'm saying? You're doing exactly what they want them to do. So you know, we all got these smartphones. And, you know, the, the apps that everybody uses, they don't cost you anything. How is it that you think that, 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 that it's like that? They're, they're, they're tracking every keystroke, yep. every move you make so they can advertise to you to sell something you that they want something. You yep, exactly. Exactly. Because you and Google the, something and, the whole, and then the it whole, shows up on your Facebook. <laughs> Ten minutes later, it's an the, ad on your Facebook for the very thing you was looking up. But the whole thing of it is the, the the whole thing of it is, and the thing that we have a problem with understanding, is that these algorithms that they created to keep us in a certain loop, we are buying into it. Mm-hmm. So we can't be right. mad at them for being strategic when we being silly, right? right? Right, right. So that's my point of bringing this up on this show, so people that know us and listen can understand what I'm saying. We got to get away mm-hmm. from that. You know, y'all know that I don't like the group thing thing and the sheep thing and all that kind of stuff. So don't be sheep. Figure out a way. And I'm glad you got your exit strategy. You're going to have uh, it too reason. after I finish. I'll tell you. Oh, no, no. I, I got you. I got, like I told you, like I said in, in, in the first part, you know, I'm, 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 you know, I'm in my forties now and I just, I can kick myself because there's things that I know now or, or not things that I know now epiphanies that I'm having now that are like, damn, why didn't I think about that 20 fucking years mm-hmm. ago? You know, why didn't I think about that 25 years ago? You know what I'm saying? Because I could have been so much further, so much, so much uh, more can I, ahead. Can I ask y'all a question? Is is mm-hmm. hate more powerful than love? Absolutely. Yes. I think so, too. 
and and That's so true. I'm really I'm really uh now I'm beginning to realize the power of the manipulation of this whole thing really mm-hmm. and I'm about to act I'm about to really tap into it a little bit more because in order to do the thing that I really want to do I got to do the ugly thing that I'm about to do so that it can facilitate <laughs> now nah, seriously so that it can facilitate the space that I'm trying to go if that make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, really having people, like, audaciously hating you. Like, but they're going to come and see about you anyway. Like, yeah. they hate yep. him, but they keep on being on Instagram. Yeah. Checking exactly. Out. Exactly. So, right. So, there's a there's a thing, you know, you can see it on social media. Look it up. Uh, YouTube, whatever. You know, it's the, uh, it's the art of attraction. Mm-hmm. Whatever that attraction is, it's the art of attraction. You know what I'm saying? Um, I discovered this book years ago. Did you read? I think you and I. Which talked book about is this? Long time. The Forty Eight Laws of Power. That's a beautiful book. Beautiful mm-hmm. book. Beautiful book. <laughs> An amazing book. I somebody gave that book to me years ago, and as I do most books, I lost it. <laughs> I bought it again. And then, <laughs> can I tell? Can I tell you I, something? It's on YouTube for free. I, Don't buy it no more, please. And I've given it. No, I'm saying you know, they have a hard copy in my hand. But um, I've I've bought that book a couple of times for for other people uh, that I've worked with to to expose them to. A matter of fact, um, I gave it to uh, Harry. Mm. That's the one I gave to Harry. Yeah. So, but anyway, it, it's a very interesting book. It talks about a lot of things. You know, some of it seems like it's old and outdated, but it's not if you're really kind of paying attention yeah, to it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm so not with the sheep thing, man. We got to figure out a way to um, to get out of that. I mean, what was that uh, What was that show Killer Mike did? Both y'all saw oh, that? Oh, on, that on uh, Netflix? Yeah, that was a nice show. Yeah. I hope he continues on yeah. with that. I hope they give him another well, you spin. Know, you know Netflix is about numbers, so I don't know if it's going to... You don't think he the did the numbers? Not on Netflix, no. What? Hell, they're getting ready to cancel. Um, they cancel a bunch of shows on Netflix because they didn't meet the numbers. What's, what what were the numbers that they? I mean, what what who didn't make the numbers this year? I don't know the numbers, but <laughs> I mean, they got their own. I mean, it's it's, it's an algorithm. They for got sure, their own little for algorithm. sure. I mean, it's the same reason why what's her name didn't get a million dollars. You talking bill, about Monique? Um, Stop. Man, let's, can we please leave Monique alone? <laughs> Listen, again, again, the whole Monique. the whole thing of it is we we are forgetting, and I'm gonna say this again, we're forgetting the importance of one thing and one thing only. You know what that one thing is? What is that? If we want to change our narrative, we have to do our work. Mm. Oh man, what? What? Oh, you gotta do. <laughs> I've been saying that. That's brother. That's, that's, I that's, I never said I disagree with you. I don't dis. I don't agree disagree with you. Well, she. Let me tell you something. What you know, Jay Z has said it the best. You know, you know we we you know and and we don't know any better until we until we mm-hmm. do. And yeah. I get that. So don't worry about beating down Netflix door. Go make your own fucking right. Anyway, <laughs> go make your own. I'm a, I'm uh-huh. gonna say this and then I gotta go. I'm going to say this one thing to y'all. We need an exit strategy. Mm -hmm. And next week, we might need to talk about the exit strategy. How do we strategically get out of the loop? Because 
Well, you just said you don't talk about. I'm it. Right, you said you're week. not gonna talk about I'm, it. I'm on not the gonna show. talk. About, I'm not gonna talk about mine. I'm gonna talk about an exit strategy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm gonna talk to you That's guys cool. about my exit strategy, but I'm not gonna talk about it on this show. I will talk yeah. about it moving forward, real soon. With you guys, and maybe next week we can come up with some ideas of how you can get out of the bondage. All right, Sam. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. You can do that. All right, y'all. Y'all well, been a blessing to me today. I love you dearly. Well, well, hold on. Let's let's go ahead and wrap it up now. You know, we're trying to keep it the three of us for every show. So if you got a roll, let's all. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good. Good convo. I appreciate you both. Ditto. Likewise, man. I appreciate y'all keep keeping me on my toes, but I'm yeah. gonna keep on fighting this this injustice the way I, I feel like it needs to be All right, y'all have a good definitely- rest of the weekend. Likewise, um, y'all keep those emails and text messages coming. For sure, man. I don't know, man. Later on the East Coast, you know these texts be coming out. I don't know if you say right. Me. I said these texts be coming out. Well, both of y'all, because you know, so, so you know, we're all opposite. So you're two hours ahead of Central Time, and you ten hours ahead because you're mm. in Tart, uh, mm-hmm. So I'm trying not to send too many texts. Oh no, just send them because I my phone goes on on Do Not Disturb, so I won't be disturbed by them. So send them, and yeah. I'll just when I get up, I'll read. You laugh when you get up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but. But also, y'all need to read and listen to the stuff that we all send it. So y'all ain't listening. Did y'all listen to the podcast? No, I did. The other day? I didn't. I no, didn't. What's the deal? That's the second. I know, man. Deal. Listen, it's a lot going on over she here. Okay. Right now. I'm, don't, I'm don't get on yet. her back right now. <laughs> it's a <laughs> lot of things life. going on. She got a real life over uh, here, overseas right now. <laughs> oh, okay. We don't. Nah, no, we faking it. We faking it. <laughs> we, we faking it, bro. <laughs> I'm messing with you. You know we No, but I'ma watch it. I'ma watch it. I'ma listen and everything. I'm I am. I, I, mean, I mean, you know, I mean I send them, I want you to listen to it because it gives a lot of context to, to some of the things that we even that even we talk about mm-hmm. and mindsets that I have or think you know, things that y'all have mentioned, it like makes a lot of sense. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not yeah. just us talking about it sometimes. You know, a lot of things I hear on these other podcasts and I want to shoot it to y'all so y'all can hear the same thing. So Okay. Okay. Gotcha. I will listen. All right. Yep. Love y'all. y'all have Love a good y'all week. too. Have Love a good weekend. Too. Blesses, man. All right. Peace, family. Thank you for listening to this episode of My Life's a Roller Coaster. How's yours? We hope it was helpful or useful in some way. Feel free to send an email or leave a voice message to provide feedback, input or suggestions on the topics. Until next week, have a great week and a wonderful weekend. Don't forget, don't do anything I wouldn't.